Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a real play tabletop RPG using the Chill 3rd Edition rule set. My name is Nort, and I'll be your Chill Master for this evening. And your players are... Uh, I'm Ranson, I'm playing Pykel Sanchez. Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. Anna playing Mavis. And we have a new member of the podcast joining us. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Robert, and I'm playing Wesley Hung. So we're going to get into that, how he comes and meets the group. But before we do that, we're going to have a little flash forward here, like we always do it here on Grim Encounters. So we'll take you to that. So, Mavis, you were telling me about the morn? The morn. Um, so basically, we went to the morgue looking for the mask. Because they're really convinced it's the mask. I don't think it's the mask. It's not the mask. Um, we didn't find the mask. It's gone. The the guy didn't say there's uh, was a mask. So we called the lady. Her name's Stephanie or whatever. She said she wasn't there. We looked at the pictures. She was there. Her boyfriend said she wasn't there. She wasn't clocked in. She's off in the pictures. I don't know. Once again, it wasn't the mask. It's a creature. Then we went to the library and talked to the old lady. She didn't know what was going on, really. Uh, she said there was black dust, and we couldn't find any black dust. So we were kind of kind of lost. And the woman you spoke with, what was her name? Uh, Mary? Boone? Mary Boone. Uh, he leans back in his chair. So, you spoke with the Boone? The Boone. Mary Boone. Old lady at the library. You spoke with a very skilled operative we used to have on our team. Oh. It's pretty awesome. What'd she do? Is that your question? Uh, God. Eh. Yeah, it's my question. Mm, the boon. She was the heavy hitter for Sarah's team. Heavy hitter? Yes. Back in 2012, when she retired, she developed Alzheimer's, so we had to let her go, fortunately. Oh. We didn't want her getting hurt out of the field, but no, she, was a, she was good at everything fighting. Uh, a frail old lady, Mary Boone. She was not the same lady. She wasn't frail when she was um she was up safe. She was really good with the shotgun. You're telling me six years ago this old lady yeah was not frail. Have I lied to you before? Uh, I guess not. They called her the Boone. Anyway, so next you met a man named Wesley. We come to you guys standing outside the library, kind of figuring you're done with the scene. Like, you figure you got everything you could from the scene. So what is your guys' next move? Hmm. Where were the other places? We need to go to the yoga place. There was the, yo a yoga place. Yeah. the yoga place. The yoga studio. And a frozen yogurt shop? No, it was a, the park. It was the a park. park. Mm -hmm. okay. It was a park. Let's go to the yoga studio because they might close before. Yeah, yeah. Sit there. Mm. Cool. So, 
So you're looking over the file again as you are writing um, to the yoga studio. Uh, Todd Clark was taken from outside of, of the yoga studio uh, to Little Yoga Studio at 2 p.m. The only the there are two witnesses. It is Vicky Dorn and a man named Wesley. So we have two witnesses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, as you guys pull up to the yoga studio, you see a very large police officer that you recognize as Officer oh, Ardoyle sorry. and his partner, who helped on the previous case, like the the killer you guys are searching. They're both walking back to their squad car. I get out and make my way over to Officer O'Doyle. I, I wave him down. Oh, Father. Officer O'Doyle? I, how you doing? Do you want any... Did you find it? Well, well um, we think we have a location as to where the possible... Murder will take place, or murders, um, but we're trying to figure out what it is. It is definitely something of the unknown. Good. Uh, there's a man in there. He is <coughs> a, a, not the mask. It's the mask. He is utterly convinced it was a creature of the unknown. I tried talking him down, but he seems to know more than he's letting on. Interesting. Maybe I, not about the case, but about these the unknown things. in general. Yeah. Interesting. Um, anything else stick out to you, officer? Uh, not that I saw. Hmm. I just wanted to check on the witnesses. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, did you give us a cover, perhaps? Or just yeah. our normal? You're just assistant on the case, like always. Thank you, officer. We'll be in contact. Of course. And he painfully gets in the car as it shifts under his weight. It sputters away. He's, he's, he's a big man. So, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so heavy. Gotcha. Okay. Just walking is a struggle. <laughs> yeah, okay. so um, you are greeted to a normal Chicago street. Um, there is the yoga studio right in front of you. It is a, a smaller building with glass front. Um, and there is a bench outside. Um with like a, one of those smoking stools where you'd put your cigarettes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the front entrance way. And okay. it's just kind of flanked by the buildings on each side. There's no alleyways connected on this one. We know that he disappeared from out front, correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, why don't we look around out here? I'll go in and speak with... We're all with him, right? You're, yeah, you're all okay. with him. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if we were separated. I'll go in and speak with the... Witnesses. We'll look for black dust. Yeah, we'll be on the. Um, we'll start with you two since he has a heart. Takes a while for him to get anywhere. Right. So, one of you gives me an investigation roll of some sort. Okay. You'll do it. Yep. All right. I know. I almost rolled it on my paper. Maybe <laughs> eight. One out of fifteen. Should not have done it. <laughs> I have 15 for investigation. Well, why didn't you let me do it? I don't know. I don't worry about it. I'm trailing. <laughs> so he That's says, true. I got this. Right. Doesn't take a drink and just yeah. stares at the concrete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, my dog can help out here. My, my poocher. I think he gives you like a plus. Because well, dogs are really good at. They, it helps stuff. you with these yeah, things. Where's his stats at? 
Okay. Uh, Pykel, I think <laughs> I got this. I'm just, like, staring into my flask, like, I want to drink. I think drink. I got this. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Mavis kind of pats you on the shoulder. Yeah, it's like, good try, good <laughs> <laughs> You can hear the fucking mower outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Alright. Oh, that's a botch. Did you really botch? She told you to botch. 99. 99. Oh my god, I needed a 90 to pass! Yeah, uh, turn her token dark. So you do find um, the black dust. And in the black dust, you find like a, a white leathery strip. Okay. Gross. And it looks like the same color as the mask you saw on the killer. Alright, I snatch that up, and I get some of the dust and put it in a baggie. Okay, cool. And now we're going to go to Frank. So you walk mm-hmm. into the yoga studio, and it has like a clutching as the door closes behind you. And you see uh, a younger blonde woman. She's in her early to- to- 20s, and she's extremely toned. toned. She has long blonde hair, and it's held into a tight ponytail. And she is currently leaning with her arms crossed up against the counter, and um, a young Asian man is also speaking with her, kind of, looks like he's consoling her, as you approach them. I walk up. Excuse me. I am with the the investigation um, and disappearance of Todd, blanking on his last name. Um, I'm looking for a Wesley and Betty. (laughs) Ricky? Vicky. Yes. My name's Vicky. Ah, I'm so sorry. I know this must be quite difficult for the both of you. Um, it is in my understanding that we're both quite close with Todd. Very much so. Hi, Wesley. Wesley, if uh, if you could, would you mind getting um, Vicky a drink if there is anything... Here, I just want to have a brief moment, and then I will be with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. There's a coffee machine across the wall. Okay. Yeah, she is crying. Her mascara is um, put on her face. So you're gonna have to roll me some sort of communication roll. Can I get? Can I use my counselor ability to deal with ex- severe trauma? Yeah. <laughs> Man, he's so God, I'm so good at this. <laughs> uh, Vicky, I have to say that I. I'm sorry for your loss. I know this must be difficult, and we all just want to move forward and help put Todd's memory to rest. <laughs> He's dead? Well, unfortunately, I cannot disclose that information, but if things go as they are, we need to make sure that we are dealing with the possibility that he is. is. Yes. Okay. We're going to do all that we can, so I need you... To help me and focus, please, if you would, walk me through what happened. 19. And what is that on your sheet? Uh, it's just a high success. Okay. <clears throat> she kind of shakes her head and tries to wipe her tears without messing up her makeup. Well, I was talking to Todd. <clears throat> well, Wesley and him, they were hanging out and... Wesley was having a smoke, and then Wesley walked back into this store, 
after he handed his cigarette for Todd to hold on to him for him. And then all of a sudden, there was smoke, like darkness filled the area. And then a man appeared with a mask on, just out of thin air in front of us. And he just grabbed, grabbed him. And they, they fought, they fought around the ground for a little bit. And the man touched me and he didn't feel like a man. He felt like a wet fish, if that makes any sense. And then Todd was having up upper hand, but then there was a flash of darkness and they were both gone. And all I could smell was just was rotting eggs. And then Wesley came back as I was screaming. Vicky, my dear, do you know the difference between rotting eggs and brimstone? Sulfur? What's what's brimstone? Sulfur. I I don't know what sulfur is. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, you've done wonderfully. Thank you so much. Um, why don't you go get your drink from Wesley and sit down, okay? Uh, I believe the, uh, the uh, what is it, child's pose? Well, very, very well with this. I do like that one. Yes. And she'll walk over, kind of take a drink from you, Wesley, give you a, a slight hug, and then sit on, a, like, a, a nice comfy couch. Go into the studio and talk to, like, the owner. I will be brisk, Wesley. And blunt. I'm a part of SAVE. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I had thought so. He tenses when you say SAVE. Would you please take me through, uh, everything that had happened with, with Todd? I, I don't know. I was outside, having a smoke, had to go and take a piss, so he was holding on to my cigarette for me, went inside, came out, and she just went crazy, and was yelling about how he was gone. I just disappeared. Okay. Interesting. How, how is it that you came to know about SAVE, Wesley? Uh, well, I'm, I actually was just starting up in it. What do you mean? Like, I just got hired into it. Recently? Well, yeah, until everything went to shit. Good God. Are you busy currently? Well, no. I'd like to find my friend. Oh, I think you can help us find your friend. Come with me. I very slowly start my <laughs> turn my back to him and walk and walk away. Yeah, I, I forgot that. It's a mask. It is. It's, it's a definitely mask. a mask. It's he not a mask. He keeps pointing it out. Obviously, it's possessed by a fish. It's demon. With a it's mask. it's got to be an oni. They can shape change. There's a lot of things that can shape change. I'm just yeah. I'm just playing off the cuff here. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't actually know. Okay, so um, maybe it's a zombie. Maybe it's a zombie with a mask. Yeah. Important. I'm telling you, I really want it to be this we mask. We don't know yet. We have to research. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the last um, victim that was reported missing was Brianna Cooney at Armor Square Park. Okay, so in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, brief introductions. This is Wesley Hung. 
Yes, and I am Michael Sanchez with my trusty sidekick, Morikai. It's my dog. He's a big it's dog. dog. It's a German Shepherd. Oh, like, fully grown okay. one. Like, it's a big dog. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's rather large. My name's Mavis, and I own this car. Yeah, she's driving. We're the, gotcha. She's the only one that can drive unless you can. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I have a license. Okay. Yeah, there you go. License to kill. I drink too much. Same thing. Got my license taken away. I drink too much. Here in Chicago, you don't necessarily need one. No, it's fine. Yeah, she's very handy. He is uh, apparently with Safe, or was with Safe. Yeah, in 2014. So I was very interested. I feel like he may be an asset if we can convince Richard. To possibly bring bring him back. I know that we had some issues with the last institute falling, but we really could use all the hands we could get. Yeah. I take a drink from my flask. So what exactly do you do? Well, I pull out my flask and I take a drink of it also. <laughs> I'm just like... We <laughs> just like our flasks together. I like this guy. <laughs> I drink and I fight. I like them even more. <laughs> <laughs> My two favorite things. <laughs> Anyways. For you guys are having this uh, jovial conversation as you approach the park. And it is about uh, 4.35. Um, the sun is... I can't, in, what's it? It's spring. So it's not too high right now. It's getting, mm-hmm. it's getting down there. So... It's still nice out, and so you just have a, your nice jackets, and you're fine. Um, yeah, and you arrive at Armour Square Park. Um, and we knew that the, again, this was just in the middle of the park, correct? I remember, yes, right? it was in the middle of the park yeah. by uh, some benches. Yeah, like we said. So let's find the homeless man. There's been benches at each of these, which I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but. There's something it's with the benches. benches. <laughs> <laughs> All the clues. Yeah, so you guys get out of your car and you walk into the park, I imagine. Yep. Um, it is a decent sized park. Um, there is a nice sized playground. Um, there's a ball diamond and there looks like there's a wreck, like a wreck building. Mm-hmm. Looks currently closed right now. Um, and there's some nice walking paths um, in the park. And one of the paths that you describe, you get from the description of the missing person. Um, is it's in front of the playground. There's a couple benches, and mm-hmm. so you guys walk up to that, and I don't know what you guys do. Nothing's marked, so um, we just need to look around yeah. for this black dust, which we found. Did we find? We found some, right? We found black dust, and we found a white leather strap as if it was belonging to the mask. I don't remember if the mask was leather. Uh... I have a... Yeah, fuzzy recollection of this. You guys never felt it, but right, uh, we never got to touch it or anything. But it looked—it just looked white. Yeah, it looked like a hardened leather, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Could be a strap. Yeah. All right. Well, let's look around. Perfecto. My name is Gaishin. Um, that's a fail. Just a fail. Low, so, low like, fail. like a, uh, like Pykel, he begins to look around. He's looking like in the grass and <laughs> I swear up guys, in the trees. <laughs> I got this. You're not gonna find any kind of mask here. Mask telling you. I've listened to my parents' stories a million times. There is no way it is a mask. 
High success. Okay, so you you like kind of get on one knee and you start looking in the cracks and you see that the cracks is caked in black dust, uh, very identical to the dust you saw prior in both both situations. Um, and underneath the park bench, you see a pack of red cigarettes, like a pack, a red pack of cigarettes. Okay. That look crumpled, but they're underneath the bench. Alright, so I snag these cigarettes, and I look at Wesley, I said, are these what you smoke? Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's what I smoke. Red Marlboro. Odd. Can I sniff them? <laughs> <laughs> they smell like sulfur. Or rotting eggs. Or rotting eggs, yeah. Uh, Father, would you smell these, please? Do not partake of... <laughs> smells of the devil. Mm, this is devilry afoot. There is devilry afoot. <laughs> and as you're looking, you're looking over uh, Father's shoulder, uh, Frank's shoulder. You see a man, kind of like like a scraggly looking man, looking over a tree. And then when he sees you, he starts to sprint. Oh my God. I say, "Hey!" and I run after him. Okay. Right. Uh, whoever's chasing him, I need. Uh, Can I have my movement. dog chase him down? <laughs> But not bite him. Just make him stop. Just make him stop. You know that the way that they make them stop is, is bite by them. biting. But them. no, like yeah, yeah you're right. right. Fine, fine. Wait, 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 you wait, can't wait. do it. No, I'm gonna do that. I'd like to, but no. Both. You all could chase him if you want. I'm not I even gonna try. Him, so. <laughs> like, right. just, can no. I throw him on my back and then we can run? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm too proud for that. I would. I would be movement to like run and try and tackle him. Would it be what? Movement to like run and try and tackle him down. Yeah, I guess so. Movement or prowess, whatever you'd want to use for that. I say, Wesley, let's go. You get. We both start chasing after him. You could probably catch him. I succeeded. Low success. Okay. No, I failed. Was that I was reading it backwards. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I failed. 53. Success. success. Just a little success. Okay, so together, he is fast. I rolled really good for him. Oh, no. <laughs> he is fast. He is like, you don't know how he's moving like that? Because he's like, he's obviously a homeless man. It's crackhead strength. Yeah. Like adrenaline. Does he have, um, does he have a black coat on? By chance. Why, why would that matter? Uh, because maybe it's the guy that I gave my coat to. I don't know. Oh. No, it's not Jeffrey. I'm sorry. It's not Jeffrey? <laughs> Damn it. Um, I wonder if we'll ever see him again. Yeah. Together, um, you, you, like, you seem to, because he starts slowing, you both seem to have a better stamina, like a better endurance, endurance. than he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then he like he vomits, and that's how you catch him. He starts puking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kind of like falls to one knee as you guys approach him. Okay. And the smell just engulfs you as you approach. It smells of like liquor and urine. Alright. Oh. I grab him wow. and I say, You need to talk to Father Frank. No <laughs> <laughs> no 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 sketch 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 don't don't talk no no sketch didn't see nothing, nothing, nothing. And this old man kinda like his face is warted and like bruised and stuff. And uh, he has like a long dirty beard. And long hair, and uh, his hair, his clothes are all ragged, and he looks to be in his late fifties. Okay. And uh, he, he, you're just guiding him, and he's not fighting back, but he's like, no, 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 no. 
and you guys are all up here to this man. And he just constantly looks around, and he's like kind of shaking always. I, I see you caught him. Yep. Hold on. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets just... <laughs> you spilt sketches alcohol and his eyes get really wide here yeah take a drink yeah we both handed over these flasks <laughs> he just downs yeah. he downs one of your entire flasks whoever gave it to him first it's gone he hands it back to you what the fuck what are you a sketch were you here to see the man snatch the person's sketch? It was dark. She, her, the, the girl, was, she was walking through the park with her, her ear thingies. Hmm, earbuds. Yeah, and, and then she stopped to light up, slide up a smoke. Uh, stuff will kill you, I stay away from it. And... I've seen her before. Sketch, Sketch knows she's a nice lady. Every time Sketch walks up, and Sketch knows that she'll give him, a, give him a drink or maybe some change if she's got it. And, but, but before Sketch could could make it to her, the, the darkness formed all around her, and I was Sketch was so scared, Sketch couldn't move, I couldn't scream. A terror filled me. It made me piss my pants. What exactly? Do you mean by the darkness sketch? The, was it palpable? Like, yeah. did it like coalesce around her? Sketch don't know those those big words, but it was like. Did it form like, like a pudding? A, like a cocoon. It was like a pudding. All around her, though. Yes. Did it like rise up from the ground, or did it? It came out of thin air. Just from nowhere. Out of nowhere. It was. Like, ten seconds after she lit the smoke. After the cigarette? Yeah, after the cigarette. And then a man appeared with a scary mask, and he grabbed her, and then I ran. Was there anything you remember about the mask sketch? It was white, scary. What about the size of the man? Uh, he puts his hands up, like how if he's like weighing, if like showing the size of a fish. It's not very helpful. No, that's not very mm -hmm. helpful at all. That's okay. <laughs> that's all Sketch knows. Sketch, uh, do you have a place to stay? Sketch never know how a place to stay. That's Sketch bed, and he points to. If bench. I may, there is a homeless shelter two blocks to the west of here. Mm -hmm. Which way's west? And I point west. Lovely. Okay. They might be able to help you. Would you like for us to take you there? No. Sketch okay. And then he just kind of scampers away. Hmm. Does anybody know the statistics on the amount of people that smoke? Quite a few. Way more than it should be. Interesting. Especially because it's this particular brand of cigarettes. Hmm. Yes. We should, like, pick them up and put them in the bag and stuff. 
<clears throat> dun, dun, dun. I zip it closed. Yeah. <laughs> Use it for evidence. Alright. Well, we should probably head back to HQ then. Yep. Should we call Richard and let him we know we have a guest? Definitely do uh, that. Yeah, we should let him know. So your character only smokes once in a while. It's not like an addiction problem. It's like when you're trying to wind down, you'll have a smoke. Right. Like, but it's very rarely. Right. Um, I'm not gonna make you have two addictions. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can want though. It. Yeah, I'm good. If you want I'm good. It, then, yeah. <laughs> you would just, just get you. more points. <laughs> right. Yeah. So then, you guys can definitely go back to HQ. All right. Are you going to call Richard before you get yes. there? Yes. Yes. Okay. On yes. the way. All right. All right. Who has a cell phone? Do you have a cell phone, Pyro? Both Do of I? you have cell phones. Yeah, I was I don't have Do a cell phone. Yeah. Everyone but so Father has a cell phone. You have a flip phone. I you have, have a flip phone. Yeah, have a flip phone. Flip You're like tech savvy, so you have a flip phone. Yeah, yeah. I have a phone. He's like an explosive. Like, he makes weapons and yeah. explosives. Yeah. I made a steak okay. gun out of, like, a table. Or a bench or something. What did I use? Yeah. Let's say out of just, like, wood that just, like, we were using. We didn't yeah. bother to check the armory that already had those. <laughs> well, it didn't right. have that. No, it didn't have that. Though. It had crossbows, which would have helped it, but You're right. Right. I wanted to make it, so I wanted to use my skills. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you call Richard. Yes. I'll start driving. Okay. We'll go for Richard. Hey, Richard. It's. Michael uh, Sanchez. Hello, how's it going? We picked up a new agent. His name is Wesley. Oh, Wesley. Yes. A new agent? Yes. And you hear some papers? Yeah. And then, like, you hear, like, something, like, a glass break? Like a mug? Oh. Okay. So everything okay? <laughs> he thought he was dead. He was with the new recruits. He's alive? Yes, like he's literally sitting next to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, bring him, bring him in. I guess. We'll, meet, we'll have Grim meet you at the entrance. Okay. So. He's good at knowing things. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Okay. We're on our way back. Yeah. No Perfect. Uh, in question, do you have that gun with you? Do you have Steel Bane with you? Uh. Well, actually, I thought I gave it to you. Nope, you never you did. I thought I, I could have swore I handed it to you. Saying no, no you said you said uh, look at I'm my gun, sure and no. you said I should give this to you at some point. Yeah, I but you that. didn't. I didn't do that. Okay. Well, then no, I do not have it with me. Okay. Just had to use guns. Okay. So, uh, it's like a, a forty-five minute drive back out of town into Justice. Uh, which is in a nice little suburb of Chicago, and you pull up to this this older church. Looks like it was made in the like the 60s. That's what the architecture. It is very like a good house, maybe like 50, 60 people at a time. It's not very big. Um, there is some basic parking to the side of it, but and then you see a few cars out there, um, and the lead-in too. Uh, well, into the church itself, and as you walk in, you feel like you're almost entering a bubble, whistling, mm -hmm. and you are greeted by two people, a, ma a man in glasses and similar garb to Frank here, and a man completely donned in leather leather uh, garment, including the gloves, no skins exposed, and he has um, a, a bird-like mask on. Okay. 
and the eyes are completely black. You can't see into them. And he has his hands behind his back as you guys approach. Well, Dr. Grimm, I introduce you to who I can only presume to be an ex-agent of SAVE, Wesley Hung. He takes like three strides towards you and mm -hmm. extends his hand. I do not know if you remember me, Wesley, but I remember you. How can I forget you? I put my hand out. It's good to have you back. I do just have one question for you, though. What is the most important thing that we do? Save lives. He lets go of your hand, spins around. He's good. And he begins walking quickly to the back of the room. I pat you on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to safe. Again. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, and you hear like a voice call from the stairs. And welcome to Team Hearts Bay. And then you hear the foots descending down the stairs. Dun, 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 and uh, dun, they, they lead you down um, the staircase. Uh, and it leads into this old cellar. And then they take you to the far corner of the cellar. And they like move these boxes that are all connected. They're like fake. They're really light. Hmm. And it leads to this doorway that leads to another spiral staircase. It's really like old school like this like looks like it'd be like in like a church like not a church like in a church like we're in like a castle yeah you know, like those old school yeah yeah they use in like the turrets mm -hmm. and uh you are greeted to this this like 1970s lobby with like it's like you have the thing yeah and there's like old, a little bit like sofas that are super worn down and off colors and like they're groovy <laughs> And you see these two double door, double doors, these two double doors that are like <laughs> uh, sealed locked. It looks like, and there is a, you know, like a receptionist desk, but it is walled off, and there's like glass in front of it, like you'd see in like a bad area of Chicago, like a to keep the cashier safe. And there is a young woman behind the glass, and she like nods um, and hands you. Like, because they all have, like, these sanctioned, like, badges, basically, but they're just for identification for the base. Mm -hmm. um, and she hands you yours, and it has your name on it. And uh, it's, like, the original one you had. Oh, boy. And they're, they're almost used as, like, dog tags for the people. And, uh, yeah, you're greeted to an, a huge underground base. Uh, there's a bullpen right when you reach in, like they'd have in like old style police departments. And to your left's the library, and there's big oak doors. Um, you see someone, you see a large woman walk out with uh, a young, well, not, not young, but a 30 something Asian man, with Asian man's carrying a bunch of books. And the doors creak closed behind them. And to your right, you see some bunks, and the doors are open for the bunks, and you see some people just in there chatting. Um, and then down the long down the long room, you see some center tables where there's a woman sitting cross-legged uh, with like a tin foil hat on. Um, and I don't know where do you guys take him first because you have all the computers and yeah. Um. So this is uh, 
our new save, or I guess it's refurbished. Better word. New uh, teammate. Yeah. Well. For us. Yeah. New, new teammate for us. Well, I don't know about that yet. But. Yes. I don't know. What do you think? Should we take him around? Yeah, show we can place? show him around. Um, what exactly do you do, Wesley? I drink and I punch things. <laughs> no, I meant for like a living. Oh. Well, I work at my mom's and my pop's uh, Chinese restaurant. Oh, nice. Okay. Anywhere of note? Anywhere good? Yeah. Little China? Little China. Little Chinatown. It's authentic. Yeah. Is there big trouble there? No, I know. It's it's a movie. It's called Big Big Trouble Trouble, Little China. China. Yeah. I am the big trouble. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Burton. Me. Yeah. Alright. Well, take him around. I'll um point towards the door that Wu and Maxine just went through and I said, we're not going there. The library? They came out of the library. Oh, I was going to go to the library. Let's go to the library. Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah, you guys take a sharp left and you're in um, a beautiful library. It smells of mahogany. old book, mahogany and mahogany. old books. Like, yeah. And you smell, and also there's like a, a faint smell of coffee on the air. And the bookshelves are like, they're like, Selena bookshelves are normally like six feet, so you can reach them. They're like 12. They go to the ceiling and you need like the stairs to get them, some of them. Um, and it looks like they have recently been organized. And they take you to so <laughs> like, a sitting, <laughs> like a sitting area, and there's like a small coffee machine. And some coffee mugs and uh yeah there's just there's no one in here at the moment it's just like an old like it gets indented in the ground so like you take two steps into this like chill area and there's like some old bean bags and it's super 60s and 70s Michael, if you'd like uh i don't know that books are wesley's shtick but he might like the armory yeah, he's def- books are definitely my mine so yeah i could do that I could take it there. You might enjoy also dropping off the um, mask and ash to see if resident scientists... Do we have, like, forensics, like, area? Yeah. Dax. Dax, yeah. We'll do that, then. We'll go with He's good at everything. That's smart, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll begin researching ghosts and our... Haunted masks. Not yes. haunted masks. Hey, you don't know that. <laughs> I'll begin my name researching. My Mavis, and I do know that. Okay, well, my name's Pykel, and you do not. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wesley. Wesley <laughs> doesn't know yet. But I do. So, yeah, before... Go run your errands. Yeah, I just start chuckling, and I just, like, walk away. <laughs> so, okay, we'll do you two first. Okay. Um, so, you guys are researching? Yep. Alright, so with the books, yeah, so with the first level of the library, which you got, it just helps cut down the research time, I believe, yeah. Yeah. So instead of an hour, it takes 45 minutes, I believe. Yeah, instead. It, just for example. Yeah. But yeah, but you guys have a decent amount of clues. Just tell me which clue you want to start with. 
Because so far you have the black dust, black dust. the vanishing, yeah, um, the mask, uh, the, the, the cigarettes, and um, the sulfur. I'll start with the sulfur. Okay. I'll start with black dust. Okay, you give me a cult, and why don't you give me like folklore or something? Oh, okay. High success. Okay. Nope. No. I. Okay, I didn't botch. You didn't I botch. Just failed. Okay, so she grew up some folklore books because that's what she's good at. Maybe she there's some local legend about it. She doesn't find anything um, besides just local legends of Chicago. Um, nothing that has anything to do with sulfur or teleporting. But you, you find something interesting. Oh, I did. Let me see. I have a very, I have a very particular set of skills. I can read things and I can talk to people. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, using sulfur, it helps you eliminate, because um, eliminate, because you just you don't go you go to, you go to the section that's just monsters. You don't go to the section that's like ghosts or anything. Yeah. So it's kind of like the catch-all for the weird types of monsters. Uh, so you basically narrow it down to a few different to one thing. And it that, that generates sulfur when it uses its powers. Okay. Um, and it's called the copycat. It is called the copycat. It's called the copycat. Very sad as I take that information <laughs> to Mavis. Um, and he reads out loud this. He says, uh, it's a journal entry from, let's see. It looks like it's a journal entry from Sarah. Okay. Dated 2007, I believe. But it says, we couldn't believe it worked. The old dusty books in the West Wing was right. We just burned the body of the werewolf, and the copycat appeared a few seconds later, screaming. It dropped the form of the werewolf instantly, and a sickly leather skin took its place. Its head hung to the side, as if only attached by a slick, moist strands. It raised its finger and pointed at Dilly, who took his handgun and, and took a shot at Robert's leg. Robert went down with a scream as Dilly began to walk towards the monster. I reacted instantly by unleashing an entire clip into its body. It crawled slowly towards the fire, all while screaming from all directions. Fire, fire, must stop the fire! Thank God we burned that werewolf. To all future envoys reading this, find something of importance to the original person or creature, and burn it. Burning that effigy is the only way to stop it. Hmm. I can make some small connections with what we must do. So you're admitting to me it is not a ghost? I may have jumped to conclusions in my ideas that it is a ghost. However, I do think that the mask has some importance. We have to burn the mask. Same thing. So just as that happens, we go to you guys, basically, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, stepping out of the library. Right. And what do you, where do you show him first, I guess? Well, first of all, we gotta get down to business. You gotta ask him what kind of drink you got. <laughs> they want in on some of that. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you covered. I, yes. I always carry two flasks on me at all times. This guy gets me, okay? <laughs> okay, but then, uh, do you wanna, what do you wanna do? Do you wanna go drop off the evidence, or do you wanna go to the armory? Oh, or I guess no. we gotta take it to the armory. Is that where we have our evidence, or do we have like a specific area? That would be an R and D. It'd be in the lab where okay. you guys would do evidence. For, like uh, it, the the lab, it you don't you're not staffed enough to have the full function of the lab basically. Mm -hmm. But uh, you you four that are part of the research team kind of fill in the gaps as best you can. 
And there's a, there's equipment there where you could use it. You just wouldn't get the insight that you would from someone who well is experience. like a forensic yeah. expert. Okay. Well, but you're all you're all fluent in science enough to kind of find the cues and things that are important. To sure. Well, let's go take care of the evidence first, then. Okay. So then we walk to the lab, then. Okay. Um, yeah, you're greeted to the lab. There's the smell of, like, chemicals, like ammonia and stuff, and uh, maybe some bleach, sanitizing stuff. And there is a small, like, five-foot-two man leaning over, like, this lab equipment, and he has long black hair. From the back end, he is just, like, a lab coat on, but it goes past his knees. <laughs> it gets too big for him. <laughs> And you recognize the you recognize this man before he even turns around because he was on your team before on team double time, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't even turn to the door opening like he's so into whatever he's doing and you just hear like yes as he's pouring things into things. But what do you do? What do I do? There's that and then Mark's Mark slurs in there, typing on his computer. Okay, I like just reach into my pocket and like start grabbing stuff out of the okay stuff. And I'm like, hey, hey, Dax, got something for you. Oh, let me see. And he turns around, and he looks at you, and like he turns white. Uh, uh. I just wave my hand at him. What, Leslie? <laughs> yeah. I thought you, I thought you were dead. No, alive. Somehow. Have you, have you seen Dee Dee? No. And he kind of. Shakes his head, um, and he gets like that thousand yard stare for a second. Except, uh, can I help you? What can I do? We have some evidence that we need you to take a look at. And he kind of grabs the evidence and he keeps looking at you like he's he's seen a ghost. And he takes it and he puts it on the table and he goes, "That's some black dust." What do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and he, he like goes, I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like chain. defeated. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> do you just want me to run some tests on this, or? If you could, yes, please. Okay. It'll take about twenty if you wanna show him around. I guess yeah, he's back. Huh? Yeah. Lovely. So, did you want to have to say anything else to say to him or not? No, just okay. I've seen him. Yeah, <laughs> and he just kind of looks at you and then gets back to work. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you guys take him out and then whatever you want, whoever you want to talk to that looks like everyone's here for the mm-hmm. most part. Just whatever you want to do. No, we'll just go to the armory then. Okay. We'll just go there. So yeah. Michael takes you to the right hand corner of the room. I'm not gonna go. You're not gonna... I'm reading. You guys are researching reading. Yeah. Oh. While they're doing all this. It took about thirty minutes for yeah, us to do. Mm-hmm. Um so you take him to the you, he brings you this these doors, and they're just like black doors and you open them and it's just like dark cramped storage room with high shelves kinda like the library, and it smells of like dust and you know cobwebs everywhere, and it looks like the immediate shelves right in front of you are the only ones in use, the rest are just covered in just random junk. Mm-hmm. Lots of it's rusty, and he takes you all the way to the back, and it's like a like a minute or two walk past through everything to these big vault doors, like the security system out, like security code system out front, um, and like a camera that's kind of looking back and forth, and it kind of stops at you two when you guys approach. Okay, so do we have like like specific security codes, or is it all the same? You know that that is uh, Grimm's office. Okay. And he's the only one that has the codes to it. 
Oh, so we can't him even and, get into the vault. Him and the council are the only ones that go to get in and out. Okay. So we can't even get into the vault then? Without him? Or any of the council? Yeah, well, he's he's in there 9 out of 10 times. Oh, okay. So how That's do, where he stays. You can knock on the door. Yeah, the vault door. <laughs> okay, anyways, well, yeah, we'll try, we try to get this attention. Well, the camera stopped at you. Yeah. So we just kind of like, hey, can we go in? And the, it, it hisses and the door kind of swings open. Mm-hmm. And he lets you guys in. And uh, to your left, you see like some a sofa and like one of those long psychiatrist uh, chairs where you'd like lean back on and talk. Um, and then there's in the corner, there's a, a desk um, with like a computer on it. And it looks like that's his personal desk. And he kind of stands up from it as you guys approach. And then to your right, there is this very fancy like rack. And it has like, you know, like those, those pin boards that have like the rifles hanging on them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like in like uh, action movies. You ever seen Kingsman? Yeah. You know how he oh, has yeah. like yeah, it's, it's like, like that. weapons, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like yellowed and old. Um, and he walks up to you, and just nods, looking for you. What you guys need? Okay. Um, I was just bringing him to show him around, low down in your office and all that stuff. Beautiful. After this case is complete, I'd like to schedule. Uh, an interview. I'd like to know what you've been doing. But uh, if I recall correctly, there was a odd weapon you were good at, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean the dart chain? And uh, he cocks his head at you. <laughs> I remember now. And he like spins around and walks to his desk and opens like, uh, like this low drawer and it clunks. And he pulls out this old, like it's your dart chain that you used to use, and he like drags it on the floor. He hands it to you. Believe this is yours. I've been missing this forever now. At least it seems like forever. It was left in the carnage of the HQ. There was no survivors when we came back. How did you, just quickly, how did you make it? Your whole team was wiped. Well, I... Must have got knocked out by some creature. I don't know what it was. And then I just remember waking up and there being bodies of everyone all over me. So I must have survived just by hiding in them. That explains it. Because we never found your body or Darian's. Never found Darian's either? We never found Darian. Now with you and Steven and apparently now the Osterlings... I'm curious to know that maybe the bodies we didn't find are still alive. But I don't want to get your hopes up. Oh. There's anything else I can do? Let me know. And he spins around and goes sits down at his desk and starts fiddling with some things on his desk. Perfect. Um, you guys mm-hmm. kind of lead your way out back into the HQ just as the other two are like coming out like kind of arguing that it's no it's it's the mask no the mask the mask is this thing the mask is they're all basically on the same page but (laughs) (laughs) but they're just like yeah it's like a friendly like (laughs) it would appear squabble mavis was correct what (laughs) it is it is a copycat or as far as we can tell the mask does have some type of significance but we haven't figured that out yet I knew it. Apparently we need to burn the original body. The original body? I can only make a suggestion as to think that 
Well, I'm not sure, honestly. Maybe it's a lycanthrope, it's a maybe a werewolf. Should we talk to Naomi? So, I don't know about the werewolf. I think that was just specifically... That was just like a journal entry. I mean, it could be, whenever you want. But that was like a, an account that she was telling Grimm about. Right. Um, there's many things. You could talk to Naomi. You could talk to Sarah. You could talk... You could, you could research on the computer. Robert! <laughs> Go talk to Robert. You mean Richard? Richard. I thought it was Robert in the report. He's... Oh, Robert's He's not dead. here. You're assuming he's dead. Mm. Robert is dead. Robert's dead. Okay. Well, you're assuming it was Sarah, Dilly, Robert, yeah, and yeah. Mary was on this team. Okay. What do you guys want to do? Um, we can go talk to Sarah, since she was actually yeah. there. Okay. Cool. Uh, you four approach this woman. She is she has like a, a bulletproof vest on, and she is sitting at on, on top of one of the round tables, and there's books all around her, and her, her head is leaned up and her eyes are white. And she looks just be mumbling something under her breath as you guys approach. Sarah. Sarah, my dear. <laughs> Copycat. 19. I don't remember the year. 2007. 2007. Hmm, I remember. Go. What do you want to know? Don't stop shooting. That's all I really remember. And fire, yes. The incident affected my head. It was not, if you would, remember back for me. Anything that requires a particular way of killing it other than the fire. The fire was was for the, what's it called, the, the thing of importance to it. What's it called? The effigy. Effigy, yes. And it happened to be, in that case, it was the body. But it doesn't always have to be. Because there was a time in Chicago where these things were rampant. And it was sometimes just items. It could just be items. Thank you, Sarah. You've done us a great service. The computer. Yes. Dilly, Dilly left stuff in the computer. Do you still have that piece of mask? It's in the evidence. It's with the lab. That is of the most vital importance. Dax has got it. Let's go to Dilly. Let's get to the computer first. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, whoever, I don't know out of you four who's good at computers. Oh, I'm not. Mm, I just, I It could just be a research. Research? That would be ransom? Yeah, I'm sorry. I have 70 research. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you would be familiar with computers. Yeah. Way, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why don't you just, why don't you give me a research while everyone crowds around your desk? On his desk, you just see that gun just sitting on the desk. Just, 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 just staring you down. <laughs> I got a four. Out of 70. That's, that's a high success. Beautiful. Yeah. Taking it. So you read this. Um, it looks like it's compiled just from... It's not personally from personal, personnel reports, but it's like someone typed this in to this entry that was mostly blank. Mm -hmm. um, it says that copycats are creatures of the unknown that thrive on dread and the fear of something lurking in the darkness. Uh, in its true form, the creature is a small, featureless humanoid, and it has no hair, eyes, or ears, but it is fully capable of sensing the world around it. Copycats are drawn to places where the populace is gripped with fear. This could be a settlement afraid of a pack of wolves, a city plagued by a serial killer, or an area terrorized by a creature of the unknown. 
The creature thrives on the fear of dread caused by the thing and can continue to gain sustenance on the uncertainty that comes after a serial killer has been captured or a creature has been killed. As fear begins to fade, the creature panics. Losing its sustenance, it feels it must do something to regain its strength. It is at this point the creature takes action on its own, shape-shifting into whatever was causing the original fear in the first place, and reenacting deeds attributed to the original killer. <clears throat> Copycats rarely show themselves until after an initial threat is gone and people begin to believe they are safe again. If a serial killer or creature leaves an area, or takes too long to strike again, a copycat may come out of hiding to kindle fear. They're lazy, however, and if one if one must spend too much of its own effort to keep fears alive, the creature moves on to find a new area instead. The copycat takes its name from its unique ability to shapeshift into any kind of creature, or be it an animal, monster, or human. The creature's shapeshifting ability is limited to known terrors, something that has caused fear or dread in a populace that the copulace has fed them. So it appears that they, they literally eat fear. Mm-hmm. So you're connecting dots like that woman when her lips like it was sucking in the fear of the situation. Yeah. Um it does not gain any special powers from shapeshifting, no matter what kind of creature it copies, no matter the strength of the creature. Instead it pairs its own evil way disciplines with its assumed visage to instill fear. Then there is a small invoid digital journal note. Um it appears that this one's from Mary Boone. It says, the creature can create darkness surrounding them at will. No touch or flashlight will produce light. Also be aware of the creature's ability to throw its voice to create distractions. It can be even any voice. And there's a couple of dots. Even the voice of your dead mother. Oh. It would appear that our serial killer brought this creature to the forefront. And it did indeed steal the mask. Damn it. And it must be its effigy. Okay. We have a portion of said mask. Do we burn it now or do we wait? Or do we have to like piece it together? Get it completed. We could try to burn it now, but I would not like to do it in the save headquarters. No. Definitely. That would kinda of be blowing the cover. Right. Yeah. I mean do what you want. But <laughs> somewhere where there is a place of Well, no light, so fire. Would right. be good. Away from the populace, perhaps. Mm. Perhaps one of the crypts in the graveyard outside. Okay. Oh, sweet. That's, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. That's a good sound for a Um, You hear the familiar cane tapping on the ground and the dragging of a leg as Richard Black approaches your guys' table, your guys' approaches the Pykel's desk. And kind of extends his arm, his hand to you, Wesley. He says, We thought you were dead. Sorry, we didn't look harder. It's been a very bad few years. Glad to have you back. I know we didn't talk much when you were here, but I have read and went over every single name that was in my, under my care when it fell. And the the MIA ones were the worst. Because at least the bodies, we know what happened. And he, there's a tear, kind of, comes down his cheek. Shake his head. But anyway, besides that, are you guys having much success in your case? I think we found it. 
Beautiful. And what what is it? It's a copycat. A copycat. Yeah. Man. Naked stinks. They're ugly, son of a bitches. I tell you that. There's one thing I gotta. One point of advice I gotta tell you. Do you have any guns? Make sure you keep shooting. And I, 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 Pykel's gun. I'm limited. Just, just like grab it and just like. Well, just kind of have a little cloth. I'm just like wiping it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, do you want this gun? Me? Of course. Great. Because I'll just keep wiping it. I'm just kidding. I hand it to you. <laughs> I take it yeah. and I, I grin. I grin with Lee and I hold it. Unlimited bullets. He, when you, when you have that in your hand, uh-huh. and he's like, kind of like, puts his hand on his face. That gun. That's one of Draz's guns. Draz. It's one of the MIA operatives. Hmm. It's very mysterious individual. Keep that safe. It could do pretty magical things. And then the scene kind of fades black as we end tonight's episode of Grim Encounters. I would like to thank everyone who's come and listened at our table and experienced the horrors and the the research of Monster (laughs) Hunter. Um, I'd like to thank all my players and especially even our new one that's joined the table and Hopefully to make our monster hunting less of Mavis getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) Less talking and more fighting. Hey, hey, hey. We gotta have that talking. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, remember, I want everyone to make sure if you tell a friend, if you liked our show, um, follow us on Twitter for all your spooky updates. I say, uh, we did just get our... um, clip art or whatever i don't know um so we're super excited to check that out it's awesome awesome yeah let us know how you like the cover art too yeah yeah made by uh one of our friends who's a skilled graphic designer so all he wanted was a sweet preacher so So you went in and pulled him out of retirement for pizza (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway from the bottom of my heart just from the bottom of my where fear resides which is right in the stomach Uh, I want you all to stay spooked out there, okay? Just for me.